Why don't you just read one of the things that was tweeted at you? The first thing she should have done is put a bag over that face. Good Lord. Welcome to the Paris of the Plains. From Kansas City, I'm your host, Matt Hodap. Imagine if we could only speak in 140 characters all the time. If your every response didn't stick to those parameters, you would suddenly be cut short. Would our conversations be more succinct and precise? Would we pay more attention to what we say? Or would confusion run rampant? This is a story about miscommunication on Twitter. What happens when you shout the wrong thing into the crowded public space of the internet? This is Carolyn. Okay, so I guess it all started was when I left the Kansas City Star in December. I, like, one of the first things that I did upon leaving the building was to remove KC Star Sports ex- Sports intern from my bio because, I mean, there were so many things that I wanted to tweet or retweet, but I felt like I couldn't because of representation, um, even though there was probably no one paying attention to my tweets, or so I thought before all of this happened. Um, but I did it on my phone, and I wasn't connected to Wi-Fi, and apparently it didn't delete. So um, I guess like a month or so later, I'm in the car, And, I mean, I like the music that the buzz plays, but I rarely, rarely listen to The Church of Laszlo because even though I, like, I mean, I'm kind of into the smart-ass stuff, but... I, he can be so offensive and so, so can Slimfast. And I kind of know that they're doing it to like just to make a point because like, uh, we're the alternative radio station and we're in the, your face. But I think, I mean, some of it crosses the line. So I'm sitting there, I'm listening to the buzz on the Church of Laszlo. And I think they were talking about an article written by a woman for Essence or for Ebony. And it was like New Year's resolutions, like your relationship resolutions for black couples. It was actually written for examiner.com. The writer was Tara Carr, and it wasn't a list of New Year's resolutions for black couples. It was two separate lists of eight things that, as Carr put it, men and women don't do anymore that they should. According to Carr, who writes about African-American relationships for examiner.com, men should be expected to... Open doors and pull out chairs, pay for meals, bring home the bacon, fix things around the house, court her, stand when a woman leaves the table, surprise her, and ask for her hand in marriage. Women, on the other hand, should cook, clean, fix his plate, not curse, dish out compliments, look presentable, dress up for dates, and anticipate his needs. As Slimfast says at the end of the segment, it sounds like I pulled this out of a 1940s cosmopolitan. So much of weird bullshit. And of course, like, Lazlo is playing the contrarian. I don't think he was advocating that, obviously, but he's just, like, making this point. And, you know, I think, you know what? Like, I mean, I'm not a Casey Star sports intern anymore. I can tweet whatever I want. And so I'm going to call him out on this. And I said, and you wonder why people don't listen to you? It's 2015. 
it's at least 90.9 doesn't play Kings of Leon. Your show sucks. So what did you say? Your show sucks. It says your show sucks at the end. And I mean, I remember like doing that and going through a bunch of different versions and thinking like I originally it had like play Kings of Leon like every five minutes or it's 2015. Your show is sexist. This is why I'm not listening to you anymore. But that like seemed too personal. In retrospect, saying you sucked was probably too personal, but I was just, I was mad. And like most people do when they angry tweet, I just like put it out there. So I like tweet it and I think uh, like nothing is going to happen because who cares? Like an hour later, I'm leaving to go to class and... I look at my phone and I have a bunch of notifications and I'm kind of thinking, oh shit. But I'm also thinking like, oh yeah, this is people supporting me because they agree with me that like what is being broadcast on the show is a monster of like sexist bullshit. Um, It was the first one. By the way, the KC Star Sports section sucks a dick. You suck. Uh, Quite a pointless tweet. Kings of Leon is the shit. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Um, I, my, what I tweeted at Laszlo, which I thought was, it was obvious that it was in reference to what he was saying because it didn't contain that reference. It was not obvious to him. And so the whole meeting was just construed. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I went into my phone or went into my Twitter on the computer, made sure to remove Casey Star intern because I didn't work there anymore and deleted my tweet because I thought that that would just end everything. And I sort of just like go about my day and then like four hours later, it's like nine o'clock at night, my phone starts buzzing again and Laszlo is still tweeting at me. I knew that maybe he was trying to like elicit a response from me so I didn't respond, but it worried me because he had also tweeted at the Kansas City Star in this tweet, which was the first time that he had like directly, as direct as Twitter could be, he had like directly contacted them. So then I was really worried. And that also seems sort of malicious to me. Like, he knows, obviously, I'm an intern. Like, I'm nobody, but I'm clearly trying to get ahead. And so he's going to tweet at the star, bringing them into this whole conversation. Are they going to look back and see what I said? Are they going to listen to the show and hear what he said? Like, I that just sort of struck me as, like, this could actually be something that seriously messes with my career that I don't even have yet. And he knows that. And he just like, he doesn't give a shit because he thinks that I don't like the Kings of Leon or that I like, don't like his show. It seems so petty to me. Well, you told him his show sucked. I did tell him, that's true. I did tell him his show sucked. And if I had to like, make the tweet again I would have addressed the sexism specifically and probably wouldn't have said the show sucks the the like the attacks managed to change Twitter from something that's always been like remote and impersonal to something like very very personal somehow like insults crossed that like that divide that separation and it, and it was also it was terrifying I mean I felt pretty bad about myself because I mean, people, I've never been, like, attacked like that, ever. Not on Twitter, not ever. Just, like, 
people calling me a bitch and people calling me ugly for voicing my opinion. And that's also when it sort of seemed more personal. And it's ironic that I think that that was the response to a tweet that I originally made to call out someone's sexism. Because if I had been a dude, people wouldn't have called me ugly. They would have just called me an asshole. Like, they wouldn't have said, like, yeah, he should just, like, cover up his face. They would have been like, oh, he doesn't know anything about music. That's the other thing. I did feel bad for it. Like, he clearly was thinking about it four hours after the fact. Like, I hadn't meant to hurt his feelings. I assumed he gets that kind of shit all the time. But then I sort of realized, like, I only got this shit for, like, a couple days out of my life. And he's a public figure. And I'm sure people are tweeting at him all the time. It sucks. It sucks to have people tell you that you suck. And I get that. And I, like, knowing what that feels like now that people have said that to me, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I understand what it feels like to have someone tell you you suck. And that does suck. And I'm sorry I said it. And I would have said it differently. And I wish I could have said something intelligent that, like, sparked a dialogue. Just like, don't drive when you're emotional. Don't tweet when you're emotional. Don't say dumb shit on Twitter. Just don't use Twitter unless you have something really important to say. And then maybe Twitter can be like, ah, it's never gonna be a place of like meaningful discussion because you can only use 140 characters. Thanks to Carolyn for sharing her story with us. You can always listen to this story again at parisoftheplainspodcast.squarespace.com. We are always looking for new narratives, so make sure you click on the Your Story tab to send us a story. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. All our music is original and written by composer Jamie Searle. Our digital and graphic work is done by Matthew Sullivan. I'm Matt Hodap. Thanks for listening. <laughs>